Hello and welcome to the weekly market podcast from BNP Paribas Asset Management. I'm Daniel Moore, Senior Investment Strategist, and I'm joined this week by Gregory Tayeb, Senior Quantitative Investment Specialist, as well as Laurent Lagarde, who is the Head of Quantitative Equity Portfolio Management. And this week, other than talking about evolution in the markets, uh, we're going to focus on multi-factor equity strategies with Gregory and Laurent. But first, what's happening in the markets, we've kind of had what we've been anticipating for a while, which is a bit of a setback, uh, particularly in equity markets after what had been a surprisingly quick and surprisingly robust rally that, frankly, a lot of people uh, were happy to see happen but weren't particularly confident in. So not only have we had the setback and, of course, the question now of how deep and how much longer it will go on, uh, also notable that this sell-off has put paid to what we had seen previously for about three weeks of a rally in value stocks uh, versus growth. And that had revived kind of uh, never-ending hopes that finally, after honestly more than 10 years of underperformance in value, that maybe this was the moment when value was going to turn around. Uh, certainly hasn't happened quite yet. Uh, and I think one of the key drivers for that is we're continuing to see more broadly a chronic underperformance of financials versus the technology sector, and that's likely to persist. So over the last week, we've seen, of course, defensive stocks outperform, as you would expect in this environment, uh, but also what you might call coronavirus defensives, uh, which actually refers more to the technology sector, companies like Amazon and Netflix, uh, doing relatively well, even when markets are falling, because we think of people uh, going back to the homes, ordering on the internet and watching TV. Now, the sell-up is also happening in an environment where actually some of the economic news has been getting better. Don't forget we had the better-than-expected payroll figures in America a few weeks ago. The forecast for U.S. retail sales this week is expected to show a gain which is quite unusual and not something you see in many other developed countries right now. So on one hand, the data maybe is getting better, uh, but as always, there can often be disconnects between the markets and the data. And we think that the triggers for this most recent sell-off is probably two risks that we need to keep in mind. First off, and this probably was triggered a bit by Chairman Powell's comments when he spoke uh, at the Fed meeting, uh, just highlighting that the economic damage that's been inflicted on the economy by the shutdowns is significant and will take a long time, frankly, for the economy to recover from it. So that's one concern that perhaps the market is assessing uh, more than it had done previously. And then there's also the concerns of subsequent waves. We talk about a second wave, but there actually may be numerous second waves not only what may happen in the winter when we have the flu season and in anticipation of a, a renewed increase in infections at that time, but in the near term, concerns now with a reduction in the lockdown restrictions with the protests that we've been seeing could trigger in the near term an increase in infections. And in either scenario, whether the increase occurs now and or in the winter, the real question being how will governments react Will they impose lockdowns to what degree and where? And with that, we still have a significant degree of uncertainty about how the economy and the markets will develop. 
So that's the context that we want to think about as I now turn to Gregory and ask him uh, about their multi-factor equity strategies. So Gregory, in recent years, investors in multi-factor equity strategies have honestly suffered from poor performance relative to market cap weighted indices. The market turbulence since the start of the year has exacerbated this trend. What do you see as the reasons that could explain this underperformance? Thanks, Daniel. When researching and designing factor investing strategies, quantitative team always consider short-term events as exceptional, non-predictable events. During the crisis, the drivers of the financial market became clearly unpredictable. So investors temporarily give up on all their standard references, which make the roots of the factor premium in the long run. So now let me precisely answer to your question. We consider that there are many reasons to explain the short-term underperformance of multifactor equity strategies. First, the ongoing lagging performance of value stocks versus quality and growth stocks is one of them. The value underperformance cycle is now the longest ever observed in history. A second reason is the underweight to large and mega-cap equities, such as the large information technology stocks in the U.S. equity market. Outperformance of these IT stocks has been a feature of the equity markets in the recent years, and particularly during the COVID crisis. Finally, multifactor equity strategies are, by definition, bottom-up stock selection strategies. They can run from equity and sector deviation compared to traditional market cap indices, and during the crisis, the stock selection based on the factors didn't deliver as expected. Having said that, we strongly believe that in the long run, the combination of factors deliver sustainable outperformance, especially when they are combined in an efficient portfolio construct framework. Thanks for the clarification, Gregory. Now I'm going to turn to Laurent. Uh, how does the multi-factor equity strategy team position an equity portfolio? Well, in practice, our multifactor equity strategies seek to take the portfolios towards the cheapest, the most profitable companies with both the lowest risk and the strongest trend. By doing so, these strategies seek to efficiently capture the market's premium on the four factors value, quality, low volatility, and momentum, while strictly controlling the relative risk. Our multifactor equity strategies have been designed to deliver over the midterm an attractive information ratio being defined as the ratio of the native risk to the relative return. Each of the four factors our strategies rely on is recognized as a sustainable source of market premium over the midterm. However, we inevitably observe past periods of underperformance for each of the factors, as it has been the case for value over the recent years. Such temporarily underperformances are mitigated through the risk-weighted combination we apply to define our multi-factor target portfolio. We reaffirm our conviction that our multi-factor strategies are able to deliver mid-term sustainable performance while efficiently controlling the investment risk and by efficiently integrating our ESG and carbon policies. I can imagine in this environment, it's very challenging to assess what the factors are, how they're changing uh, in an environment when you have events like uh, a global pandemic that we're going through now. I would think 
it's a big advantage for you to be able to work with BNP's quantitative research group uh, to develop proprietary research. What are the benefits of continuous and robust research for multi-factor equity strategies? Indeed, our quantitative equity investment team works closely with the quantitative research group constantly improve the factor investing strategies we manage. This applied research work is framed by strict governance and relies on two to three years research cycles. The current research cycle, fourth one, has been launched since end 2018, meaning that as of today, we are in the middle of a new cycle. This current research cycle is ambitious. We target to introduce major changes in the current methodology while sticking to the philosophy of the current investment process we are confident in. The research agenda, as defined end of 2018, is organized around four topics. First topic, factor definitions. Our goal here is to refine the signals used to define each of our current four factors and then enhance their ability to capture the corresponding market premium. Topic number two, the risk model. We work on introducing our four factors within the risk model. This should introduce both more consistency and robustness in the portfolio construction. Third topic, the portfolio construction itself. We work here on the formulation of this portfolio construction, meaning its objective, its constraints, with always the same goal of both improving factors exposures and limiting the impact of investment constraints. And finally, the fourth topic related to the factor attribution. The goal here is to define more accurately the role of each factor in the relative performance of the strategy on a month-to-month basis. The recent crisis has confirmed that the topics currently addressed in our current research agenda are no doubt sources of upcoming benefits. As 2020 will go down in history at the year of the COVID pandemic, it will also be the year in which our research efforts, initiated more than one year and a half ago, could deliver significant outcomes for these key investment strategies BNP Paribas Asset Management will strongly keep counting on. Thanks very much, Laurent. So if you'll let me summarize what we've heard from Gregory and Laurent. Uh, first observation was that, yes, we have seen some underperformance in multi-factor strategies, but uh, a good part of that driven by what we believe are exceptional and hopefully short-term events. Uh, and the team certainly still believes that in the long run, a combination of factors delivers sustainable outperformance, especially when combined with an efficient portfolio construction framework. And then Laurent shared with us their views on how to construct multi-factor equity strategy portfolios with an orientation towards the cheapest, most profitable, and best managed companies with the lowest risk and strongest trends. So essentially a focus on quality low volatility and momentum factors. Again, with the belief that this strategy has the potential to deliver long-term sustainable outperformance while at the same time controlling the investment risk and integrating sustainability and carbon reduction goals. Finally, a key advantage for being prepared by asset management is the opportunity for the team to work with our own quantitative research group to enhance their understanding of factor definitions, risk models, portfolio construction, and factor attribution. That's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening in. If you have any further questions, please do not hesitate to reach out to your BNP Paribas Asset Management contact. We wish you all a good week and take care. 
This podcast presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BNP Paribas Asset Management. Please keep in mind that the information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.